Hello, welcome to Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news. It's June 1st, 2018. I'm Michael. And I'm Shannon. What's opening in theaters today? Upgrade. Set in the near future, technology controls nearly all aspects of life. But when Gray, G-R-E-Y, Logan Marshall Green, a self-identified technophobe, has his world turned upside down, his only hope for revenge is an experimental computer chip implant called STEM, written and directed by Leah Wannell. Is his first name Gray, or is that his last name? Oh, it's 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. I was kind of expecting that to be a lower number. Yeah. Based on, I was, I was just based on that. I was surprised when I looked at it earlier. It was high okay. as well. So this might be the solo killer. Maybe. Also out this weekend, Adrift. Based on the true story of survival, a young couple's chance encounter leads them first to love and then on the adventure of a lifetime as they face one of the most catastrophic hurricanes in recorded history. Stars Shailene Woodley and Sam Claflin. Directed by Balthasar Kormakur. Oh, I I watched the trailer for this, or I think I watched it a couple times. I think it was in, in front of movies and it looks terrifying and kind of fun. I think they said... This happened in 1983. Oh, wow. I have no idea if anybody... I guess at least one of them must survive, but I don't know for sure. Probably. Uh, it's at 69% right now, so not too bad, especially for this type of movie. You know, they're, they tend to be a bit formulaic. Yep. Also out, Action Point. A daredevil designs and operates his own theme park with his friends. Film is based on a theme park in New Jersey called Action Park, directed by Tim Kirkby and stars Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, we talked about this one before. It um, it's a very, very, very loosely based on Action Park, and and I believe at one point it was actually called Action Park, and I don't know if they had some sort of legal rights issue, if it was actually originally supposed to be based on the park, and they changed the story, but. You went there, right, during its heyday? You didn't? No, not when it was Action Park. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I went there many times while it was Action Park. It was the most fun while it was Action Park. But the only really crazy ride that I saw there was the the loop-to-loop one. And any time that I went, it was never open. I mean, I don't know how long it actually was opened. I heard rumors that it was only open for like a week and somebody got hurt and they closed it down. But everything else was like not that crazy. I I don't know. Some people have said to me that the Alpine slide went really, really fast for them. But I must have gotten a bum sled because mine went like so slow I could have walked faster. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. They definitely cut a few corners, and that's probably why it got bought and became Mountain Creek. And then yeah. that even that didn't survive. But some of well, some of the rides were really fun. <laughs> it stayed around, and then somebody else bought it, and they tried to make it Action Park again. And then that one was only for like a year or two, and now it's back to being Mountain Creek again. And I I had thought nobody died but when i was looking on wikipedia today 
it said like six people died at the park. Really? Yeah, I thought I thought you had said like only people had gotten injured, but I never saw that. Yeah, I, I even mean, watched that short documentary died, about it. No, I mean I don't mean that I never witnessed somebody die. Right. <laughs> I mean that like I've seen like a documentary about it and stuff, and I don't remember that being mentioned that six people died. That's I mean I didn't a look lot of too people. deeply into it. It was just on Wikipedia, so. Yeah, maybe one just, like, had a heart attack or something. I mean, they did have some wild things. They even had bungee jumping, I remember. I didn't do that there. Um, but so what's the rating? Does it have one yet? No, it's no tomato meter available. Right. It's probably not going to be good, but I probably will still watch it because <laughs> it's about Action Park. Sort of. Sort of, yeah. Also out in limited release, American Animals. Four young men mistake their lives for a movie and attempt one of the most audacious heists in U.S. history. Breathe. Two teenage boys hungry for discovery form an unlikely friendship with a mysterious older adventurer who pushes them to take risks that will have a lasting and also profound impact on their lives. And a kid like Jake, a Brooklyn couple, has always known that their four-year-old son is more interested in fairy tale princesses than toy cars. But when his preschool director points out that his gender non-conforming play may be more than a phase, the couple is forced to rethink their roles as parents and spouses. American Animals has 84%, so that's pretty good. Breathe has 79, and A Kid Like Jake is at 58, uh -oh. which is the lowest for this weekend, but it's it's still, it's not, not that bad. No, I mean, not... a couple points lower than fresh. Yeah, with the possible exception of action points. Right, we don't right, is, right. So. So um, I guess there's a couple good options out there if you don't want to see Solo. But you should probably go see Solo. I mean, it would be unfortunate if this was the last Star Wars movie ever. I have I heard that they happen. might... I have heard that they might. it might scare them off of the summer market, though. They might stick with the winter releases only because of this. I think they can't make any real yeah. judgments right. yet. It's only guessing. There's too many... Too many unknowns. But you should go see Solo because it was fun. It was a good, pretty good movie. It's about Han Solo. Any news? According to CNN, ABC has canceled Roseanne after the star Roseanne Barr made a racist remark on Twitter. The revival, which was a huge hit for ABC, was already in pre-production on its second season. Yeah, so, um, everybody's probably heard this news by yeah. now. I saw nothing but this on Facebook today. <laughs> Yeah, she blamed it on Oh, yeah, the jokes about, um, yeah, the ambient side effects may include racism. Right. They were kind of funny. Well, ambient, the uh, Sanofi actually came out and made a statement, right? Like, <laughs> there's a lot of side effects. <laughs> but racism's not one, racism of them. one of them. That's, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's crazy that they canceled it so so quickly. Um, it's kind of admirable. Um, I mean, it was yeah. such a big hit for them. Right, exactly. With it continuing to be a big right. hit, that's shocking. I mean, she cl she clearly deserves it. I don't know about the rest of the cast and crew, though. But uh, maybe somebody should write a, a show for John Goodman because he's hilarious. Deadline reports Apple has given a straight-to-series order for Dickinson. 
a half-hour comedy starring Oscar-nominated actress Haley Steinfeld in the title role of 1800s poet Emily Dickinson. The show is set during Emily Dickinson's era with a modern sensibility and tone. It takes viewers into the world of Emily, audaciously exploring the constraints of society, gender, and family from the perspective of a budding writer who doesn't fit into her own time through her imaginative point of view. Dickinson is Emily's coming-of-age story, one woman's fight to get her voice heard. Another interesting show from Apple. According to Collider, the upcoming ninth season of The Walking Dead will be star Andrew Lincoln's final one. Lincoln has played the lead role of Rick Grimes since the pilot episode in 2010. He will only appear in six episodes in his final season. No word yet on how his character will exit. So this is probably going to be a big deviation from the source comics. Uh, Again, I mean... It's not the first time that they've uh, killed off or uh, changed storylines. We don't know if he's going to get killed off. I mean, I guess it's possible he'll just go off in search of something or just be off the show. But um, the comic is still, as far as I know, mainly centered around him. Uh, There's speculation that Daryl will become the main character and that I think they said that AMC is said to be offering him um, a lot of money to stick with the show. And his character wasn't even in the comics, right? Correct. Yeah, he was not in the comics. He also wasn't even a regular in the first season. He just uh, became really popular and stuck around. I mean, he probably would have gotten killed off otherwise, like (laughs) T-Dog. Is Carl alive in the comics? Yep. Yeah, so they they don't care about sticking with the comics at all. No, but I mean, he is the main character, as far as I know. Yeah, but even the actor's sick of this show, understandably. I mean, it's nine seasons. It's a long time. I've always wondered if he was going to stick with it, because they don't seem to be ending the show anytime soon. And uh, I guess he's not. I don't think they're ever going to end it. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Netflix has picked up Lock and Key after Hulu passed on the pilot two months ago. The Netflix series will not use the pilot developed by Hulu, but instead develop a new series with all new cast and a new director. Andy Muschietti, who directed the Hulu pilot, is busy with it too and is no longer available, but will still be credited as an executive producer on the Netflix series. So we, we talked about this before, yep. about Hulu passing and how everybody at Hulu wanted to make the show except for one new person, right? Right. Yeah, so they lost it to Netflix, but they're it's not awesome. actually using it. Right. New cast and director. Yeah. So that's unfortunate for whoever was involved yeah. previously. And this is the one that is written by Stephen King's son. Uh, or or at least the comic was who I wasn't even aware he had a son that was involved according to Deadline Zack Snyder has stated that he will be working on an adaptation of Ayn Rand's 1943 novel The Fountainhead he said this on social media site Vero when a fan asked what his next project would be he had been working on another project called The Last Photograph with his wife after leaving Justice League last year It's unknown what the status of that project is. 
The Fountainhead was previously adapted in 1949, starring Gary Cooper and Patricia Neal, directed by King Vidor. So this is uh, this is kind of a weird one because it's like it's just like some social media thing where someone's like, "What's your next project?" and he just says, "Fountainhead." You so, think he's joking? You know, it's possible. <laughs> I, I I wondered that too. I mean, people are running with this and saying, "Confirmed next project," but he could mm-hmm. be joking. Yeah. You know. Who knows? Right. I know Ayn Rand is controversial. I'm not 100% sure why. So that yeah. also made me think, oh, maybe it's a joke. But I don't know. We'll see. Comingsoon.net reports Uma Thurman has joined the supernatural drama series Chambers for Netflix. Chambers centers on a young heart attack survivor who becomes consumed by the mystery surrounding the heart that saved her life. However, the closer she gets to uncovering the truth about her donor's sudden death, the more she starts taking on the characteristics of the deceased, some of which are troublingly sinister. Thurman is set to play Nancy, the mother of the heart donor, who forges a hesitant relationship with the young recipient, only to find her daughter may not be as dead as she thought. Sounds spooky. Yeah, it does. Is this, I assume this is the first series she's been involved in? I don't know of anything else. Yeah, as far as I know. Unless she did something when she was, like, really young and unknown. I don't know. But I've, I've never heard anything. Yeah, true. Well, you know, it's for Netflix, so they shoot them like movies, right? Yep. So yep. it's not that different. No. Per The Hollywood Reporter, a district judge has ruled against Sesame Workshop and thrown out their suit against Happy Time Murders. He said Sesame Workshop hadn't demonstrated that moviegoers were confused or that sponsors or parents were complaining. Yeah, so, that was a quick turnaround. We yep. just mentioned this on our last show, um, how they had filed a lawsuit because of the tagline, No Sesame All Street. Was that it? Um, yeah, I think that was it. So, yeah, they said they, they threw it out already. So, too bad for Sesame Workshop. Hopefully it doesn't hurt their brand. I guess they had to at least try. I guess so, yeah. Deadline reports the Crow remake has stopped pre-production as Jason Moma and director Corin Hardy formally withdrew from the film this morning. Rumor has it that this has to do with creative and financial differences with Samuel Hadida, whose Davis film holds underlying rights and who was financing the film. Production was gearing up to start within the next five weeks in Budapest. Yeah, hey, we're just about to start. Wonder if it'll Does. ever go back into production. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's gonna happen anytime soon Guess and definitely are. not with these people. Yes, there is a curse. And in other items, Netflix announced the remaining six episodes of the fourth season and final season of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt will launch on Netflix on January 25th, 2019. So that's it for Kimmy Schmidt. James Marsden has been cast in Sonic the Hedgehog movie per Variety. Yeah, I think as far as we know, he's the only human going to be in it so far. And Matt LeBlanc is leaving the BBC series Top Gear after his upcoming fourth season. And now let's take a sponsor break. Do you like good cars? Yes. Then buy a Lexus, then. Lexus, we're good at cars. What's coming to streaming services? On Netflix, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Season 4, the first half of the season. The Flash, Season 4, Bombshell, Hedy Lamar Story, Disney's 101 Dalmatians, He Named Me Malala, Just Friends, Miracle, National Treasure, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, 
November 13th, Attack on Paris, Netflix original. Rumor has it, Singularity, The Covenant, and The Departed. Amazon got Two Days in the Valley, August Rush, Breakdown, Day of the Dead, Disaster Artist, Double Identity, Double Jeopardy, Dreams and Memories of Where the Red Fern Grows, Escape from Alcatraz, Event Horizon, Forces of Nature, Hard Rain, House of D, Ladies Man, bunch of Leprechaun movies all the way through six, six, and and Leprechaun Origins. Oh. I don't know if that comes after Nacho Libre, The Pink Panther Strikes Again, and Revenge of the Pink Panther, Space Jam, Sweeney Todd, The Amp Bully, The Burbs, The Care Bears Movie, The Natural, The Running Man, The Young Karl Marx. I think I wanted to see that one. Saturday Night Fever and an Amazon original called Wonder Wheel. The movie follows a dramatic tale of passion, violence, and betrayal. Tells the story of four characters whose lives intertwine amid the hustle and bustle of the Coney Island amusement park in the 1950s. That stars Kate Winslet, but it's directed by Woody Allen, so might want to skip it. And uh, some TV series, All or Nothing, New Zealand, All Blacks. The Prime original series follows New Zealand rugby's famed All Blacks throughout their 2017 season. The series gives a behind-the-scenes look inside the world of the All Blacks players, coaches, and the support team that sits behind them through the season, on and off the field. And Babylon 5, seasons 1 through 5, Rescue Me, seasons 1 through 9, and The Walton, seasons 1 through 9. On HBO, A Perfect World, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. The Devil Wears Prada, Dolores Claiborne, The Door and the Floor, Duplicity, Fletch, Fletch Lives, The Full Monty, Identity, Jersey Boys, Mr. Mom, Napoleon Dynamite, Peter Pan, and The Postman Always Rings Twice. Stars got Raging Bull, Coneheads, Days of Heaven, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, The Glass House, Independence Day, Kingpin, Midnight Cowboy, One Hour Photo, Passengers, The Secret of Nim, which is a great movie, Untraceable, Zoolander, Insomnia. On Hulu, America's Got Talent, the season 13 premiere, World of Dance, the season 2 premiere, American Ninja Warrior, season 10 premiere, I, Tanya, oh good, I want to see that. Please Stand By, Rain Man, A Beautiful Mind, Across the Universe, Apollo 13, Bowfinger, Brokeback Mountain, Brothers Grimm, Bull Durham, The Lord of the Rings Trilogy, My Left Foot, Punch Drunk Love, The Quick and the Dead, and Train Spotting. Showtime got Cloverfield and 50-50. A number of things are leaving HBO Now in June, 500 Days of Summer, The Box, Bratz the Movie, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, The Fast and the Furious, The Fate of the Furious, The Great Wall, The Harry Potter Saga, Hoosiers, The Hours, Into the Blue, Kong, Skull Island, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Role Models, Species, Species 2, The Informant, The Purge, Election Year, Time Traveler's Wife, and Warcraft. So last week, we ran a poll of these directors. Which would you most like to see make the next Star Wars story? Steven Spielberg and Sofia Coppola tied with 40% each. Oh, wow. Then Catherine Bigelow with 13% and poor Duncan Jones with only 7%. 
why did your choices get so many more votes than my choices? I have no idea. Come on. But Sophia those are the ones I Bigelow would definitely make a better Star Wars movie than Sofia Coppola. Maybe she's, she's, she's not never as, made any science fiction. Maybe she's, she's not never as made big any. a name. Maybe people don't know who she is. I mean, mm, she's been making movies longer than Sofia Coppola. She, she should be a bigger name. She has been, but I mean, Sofia Coppola is pretty well known. And she, she is, is but she's really only made a handful of movies. Correct. Okay. See, I was trying to balance with Catherine Bigelow, who's made a lot, and with Duncan Jones. Who, who yeah has only made a few but anyway i don't know oh. what's this week's poll this week's poll is favorite new jersey based film um in conjunction with action point being released so the choices are clerks lean on me station agent and garden state so which one would you go with? It's really hard. They're all such good movies. I mean, Clerks was so groundbreaking and funny. I can still remember the first time I watched it because I was floored by it. Uh, and Station Agent is just such a perfect little movie. Like it's, it's, it's the characters are so good. I love rewatching it. Uh, Lean on Me. I mean, that's that's it's kind of nostalgic. Actually, reminds me of the eighties. And uh, Garden State, of course, I've mentioned my love for that movie before. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I guess I'll have to pick Garden State, but it's really tough. Yeah, I think it'd be between Station Agent and Garden State, but Garden State would probably get it. So let us know what you think. Daily Show Pod, vote uh, if there's any movies you think of that aren't on this list. Tweet at us at daily show pod and we'll discuss next week and that's our show if you have any feedback you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com our facebook page is daily show our twitter account is daily show pod our website is dailyshow.com hope you enjoyed the show and if you want to stick around we're going to have a review of troll hunters from our son Hey guys, it's me, Gray, and today I'd like to review Troll Hunters since I watched the show. I think this season is definitely the most exciting. A new character called Morgana comes in and tries to make the Eternal Night. Anger Rot is revived and a big surprise happens near the end. So you really liked it? Yeah. It was better than previous seasons? Definitely. Cool. Do you think there will be a season four? I'm not sure. At the end, it said decade to someone. I forget the name of who, but uh, so I'm not sure if there's going to be a season four. Did the ending seem like a cliffhanger? Like, like you? Definitely not. No, it was like. Well, partly, but not really. I don't know. We'll have to see. So, anybody who's interested, watch the show and let us know. It's out on Netflix, right? Yeah, Netflix. Thank you.